Who's wrong and who's wronger? In this corner, followed by Millions James, the exploding unicorn, Breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by Millions, Steve Dash, Rinko Lieber. Ho, 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 and Merry Christmas season to everybody during the pandemic. 2020 has led to an awful year, and you still keep tuning into the dumpster fire that burns on ad infinitum, wrong and wronger. <laughs> I'm Dr. Steve. He's James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell, and I will begin by saying two things. One, this is the podcast where we typically discuss and debate things that don't matter to anybody, sort of like 2020. You'll all forget that you watched this 10 minutes after you've eaten. And two, James Breakwell is not happy-go-lucky today, so this might be the perfect day to capture you in your natural habitat and natural mood, James Breakwell. I don't know what you are talking about. I am always a beacon of hope and sunshine oh and gladness. And I will not have you cast aspersions at my character. Sure. Beacon begins with a B, which is the first letter also in BS. Kind of reminds <laughs> me what you just said there. But... It is the Christmas season. James has already begun lying because that's the only way he's been able to cajole Santa to actually give him presents for his whole life because Santa doesn't have time to check the naughty list. So when he says to James, were you naughty this year? James says no, which is a lie. And then he gets presents. So he's been primed for this moment his entire career. But speaking of Christmas, James, this has been a hot topic in the Olivas house. I don't know how things go at Breakwell Manor, but what are we going to be talking about today? Should you decorate the outside of your house for Christmas? <laughs> now, this began with Mrs. Steve saying, we're decorating the outside of the house <laughs> for Christmas. <laughs> and me saying, do you know how many 53-year-old guys end up in the hospital because of ladder accidents? And then she said, probably more than 53-year-old women. And I said, that's right, because women will hire a guy. And then she said, if I hire a guy, he's going to be a heck of a lot younger than you. And so I, I said, hell no, and then ended up on the ladder. But <laughs> I, how did the outside of your house, how does the outside of your house typically go for you each Christmas? It has not a single decoration. You can see the Christmas tree through the window, but there's no decoration outside because we don't have any really? outlets out there. So it just solves all our problems. Like we would have to pay a contractor <laughs> to install an outlet, and uh, then I would have to go and run all the lights. So, like It's one extra step that just stops everything. So I have the perfect excuse not to decorate outside. You should have bought- You don't have like a, like a plastic snowman or Santa or anything you put out on the front lawn? Nothing. We got not a thing that we put outside because there's, <laughs> there's no outlet. Without power, you don't have Christmas, Steve. Christmas requires electricity. That's just science right there. Uh, okay, so Christmas didn't exist before 1900? Yes, you are correct. Oh <laughs> <laughs> we celebrate the, the Whoville style of Christmas. You know, the Grinch comes in and he steals everything and they still have Christmas without all their baubles and doodads <laughs> and all of that. So we have Christmas for the real reason, you know, rampant consumerism, but we do it inside <laughs> our house. You know, celebrating the greed for ourselves. We're not sharing our decorations with the world. Everything we have is just for us. We keep that door closed. We keep that door locked. And people just drive on by having no idea what we have inside. 
<laughs> we burn enough power. We burn more power than NASA used to launch the Columbia Space Shuttle back <laughs> in the 90s. Like, there's a lot going on outside of our house. And every year the day after Christmas, Mrs. Steve goes and scours the Targets and Walmarts of the world for <laughs> more decorations to add next year. Wow. Now, do you, yeah. when, do you, when do you take them down? I guess that's the real question. Well, this is when the argument over whether or not they have turned into President's Day lights to celebrate <laughs> come into play. Because I say, hell no, I'm not going out there. It's freezing. I'm not going to take it down. And then I end up on the ladder 10 minutes later taking stuff down. So probably the first week of January. Like, she, she just keeps things moving. See, I think, so the whole Catholic thing is you're supposed to leave them up to, like, Epiphany, which is really just an excuse to be a little bit later, lazy, because I think it's, like, mid-January, like, January 15th or something. I could be completely wrong, but the the idea is that uh, you're supposed to, I think if you do that, though, you really, you decorate later, too. You, like, decorate right before Christmas and take it down. Uh, I don't do any of that. Like, my, my decorations have no connection to religion whatsoever until it comes time to take down the tree, and it's like, ah, I'm too lazy. Let's wait for Epiphany, and that's the one time in my life religion comes in handy. Like, we'll just wait the two weeks. We're going to be good Catholics. I've never heard of that tradition. So there must be a, like, Indiana thing going on or Iowa. Yes, the the Indiana Catholic Church. Yes, specific to us. <laughs> I'd say, you know, you could ask any of the other Catholic listeners. We know we don't have any other listeners, except in our other podcast where we're number two in Uganda. <laughs> But explain quick what you're talking about. Oh, we, there, there was some new podcasting service. There's a billion of them out there, and our podcast went on it. And they try to pump you up with, like, good news about your stats. And for some podcasts, you got to dig deeper than for others. And for our podcast, and the specific, this is our other podcast, 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage. And the specific category of, like, health and wellness, our podcast was number two in Uganda. And that's got to be, it had to have between like zero and one listens. Like if it had a full listen there, I would be shocked. Somebody must have clicked it up by accident. Not to mention, like at first, I didn't even think our podcast was a health and wellness podcast until I remembered that anytime anybody has a problem, no matter how minor, you tell them they have some horrible medical condition and they're going to die. So I guess in that respect, it's kind of an unhealth podcast. Uh, so I guess we're kind of in the category and we're super popular in Uganda among the zero to one listeners there. So good for us. Super, super popular in Uganda. And I, just as a quick follow up to that sidebar, the next country they had on the list was an enormous drop from number two. We were like number 60 in Brunei or something like that. It's like, wait a minute, what the hell just happened? Yeah, it's got to be somebody's got to be using a, a VPN because they're ashamed to have our podcast on their networks. They're routing it through all these these other countries. But anyway, this show is not even in the top five of the two people that listen to us every week, I'm sure. And yet we still keep coming back, James, because like Christmas, we are filled with merriment and good cheer. I do enjoy beating you at arguments, even though we no longer have a poll to show that I win. Our two listeners know that I win, and really that's what matters. Just humiliating you in front of a tiny, tiny audience for my own amusement. And one of the things I'm right on here is it's definitely better to not decorate the outside of your house for Christmas, but I suspect you actually agree with me. 
You you no, have no, no. you hate doing it. Nothing you have said so far conveys any sort of enjoyment or warmth toward the process of decorating <laughs> outside. And if you could uh, trade places with me and have no outdoor outlets, you would do it in a heartbeat. I first of all, I have to say quickly, I'm at home right now, and the thing I like about recording this show at home is I still have the Guam quarter of fate Ooh. sitting on the shelf where I keep my camera stand. But uh, do you decorate inside the house? Yeah, we put up a tree. The kids won't let us not put up a tree. So we've got the tree right. up. And usually, we you know, we got this big fancy wooden staircase. We'll usually wrap it with garland and lights. And that didn't happen right. this year. And it's not going to happen. And we used to hang uh, up what? stockings. What? But the, it just, I, 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 I do the tree. Lola does the, the, the stairs. And I said, okay, are you going to do the stairs? And she said, no, it's not happening. So it's not happening this year. Wow. <laughs> We get tired, Steve, okay? We've only got so oh much energy God. in the day. And then uh, th then we had Christmas stockings. We used to hang up around our fancy fireplace mantle. You? And you got a the, nice one. the pigs started tearing them down. So now the stockings are <gasps> laid with care on a table. And that's just where they are. They don't hang up anymore. And we've got a nativity scene where there's no manger, or there's no there's a manger, there's no stable and most of the wise men are missing their hands for some reason. They, they have suffered some fall damage. They're not as good at bungee jumping as you might think. So, uh, so yeah. Man. But, I mean, all of that, it took me, I mean, probably an hour, hour and a half, and we were, we were good to go for the season. And it's going to take about that long to take down, and no frostbite was involved. So that, that's really winning. And actually, what we like to do is go and benefit from other people who don't do the holidays as well as us and who foolishly put up lights. So we went to drive the kids around the other day, uh -huh. uh, and uh, they hated it. They whined what? and complained the whole way. There were like two houses around here that do the thing where it's synced up to music and there's a light show. And we stopped at the first one for two minutes, and it was two minutes of solid complaining. Then we drove through a park that had some lights up, and the kids hated it. Then we drove to a second house that had the lights and songs, and we had to just like keep moving. We couldn't even stop the kids were complaining so much. And uh, we were going to the state fairgrounds. Uh, it used to be at the Indy 500, they're the, they're the track. They would like put a huge light show around there, and you could pay like 30 bucks per vehicle and spend. 20 minutes driving through it. This year they moved to the fairgrounds, and uh, after our kids' response to the free light show, uh, yeah, we're not we're not spending the 30 bucks. So lights are awful. Kids don't like them. Why even put them up? For any of you who want to take the nature versus nurture argument <laughs> on, the answer in the Breakwell house is yes. James, when you lift your arm, is there a little bit of green fur underneath? Like, uh, how can you be half human and half Grinch? And this time of the year, you're more three-quarter Grinch. <laughs> like, your chest hair has to start growing green in December. How do you live with yourself? I mean, I'm impressed you credited me with any humanity at all. You're going soft. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you resemble a human, at least in the camera there. I don't know what you got going on from the chest down, but I'm assuming <laughs> All good <you're> stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, <laughs> uh, Okay. Well, we just <laughs> lost our Ugandan listeners. Oh, uh, I mean, there, there's no other holiday though where you go and you put up lights all around your house. I mean, it, it's just it's it's excessive. That's like you, right. That's exactly the point. You put up the tree because it, how do you feel when you look at that tree, James? I feel like I wasted an hour putting it up, so I'm going to turn it on every chance I get. It's like a lava lamp in the corner. That's what it is. It's an eight foot tall lava lamp. 
You know what? I withdraw the question. Let me answer <laughs> the way everyone else on earth would answer that question. And that that's including our Jewish listeners, by the way, that probably put up a tree anyway just because it's so darn cool. Hey, everybody, and welcome to James' Worst Nightmare. <laughs> As if his day wasn't already going badly enough, I might have had something happen on my end that required us to reboot this whole thing and start from the middle. So welcome back. I know for all of you, that change went in a heartbeat. But on this end, there's a lot of swearing on James's side of the phone. What? We're going to keep all of that out because there are young listeners with sensitive ears. But this still goes to show how James's general attitude comes from not having decorations for Christmas. <laughs> he doesn't feel the warmth and the glow. Now, genetically... James can't feel good emotions, but I'm sure his family can. His children are being ruined just by being around him. I'm hoping his wife will pull a little of this out of the fire. I'm trying to do most of the heavy lifting of talking right now while James collects himself again after I might have ruined the rest of his week. However, the point is the inside tree makes people feel good. The outside lights make people feel good. When you see it in the neighborhood, your heart just goes all aflutter. James, like the snowflakes coming down from the heavens like manna from above. This is all about the spirit of the season. Okay, for the record, yeah. it was my idea to go look at the Christmas lights. Like, I didn't want to put in the effort, but I thought, hey, why not benefit from other people's effort? It's the lazy way to give my kids the Christmas experience, and they still hated it. They probably hated it because it was my idea. That probably made them hate it more. Because children naturally hate things that are boring, and Christmas lights are boring. <laughs> I mean, think about, like, I mean, compared to, like, fireworks. Fireworks are great. If you like lights that are bright and you can see them, you go and do a fireworks show. Everybody watches one fireworks show. One person puts it on. You owe and on. You go home. But a, a Christmas light display, it's like a million tiny bad fireworks show that it shows that everybody has to put on themselves and nobody sees. And when they do see it, they see it driving 30 miles an hour down the road and they say, look, kids, Christmas lights. And the kids don't look up from their tablets because they've got a bright, shiny thing right there in front of them. That's just reality now. Nobody likes Christmas lights. James, I've known you for several years now, and yet the dark recesses of your mind still frighten <laughs> me when we shine a spotlight into them once in a while. I don't know how there's any chance of salvaging you in all of this, but it's for the children, James. Obviously, the Christmas lights aren't dynamic unless you put one of those, like, YouTube shows together. That one house that does Wizards in Winter by Trans-Siberian Orchestra every year with the lights dancing and moving. Mm -hmm. That's pretty awesome. But lights just kind of sit back and in a passive way make people feel better. That uh, If you could sit on a park bench and just kind of stare off into the neighborhood and see the lights twinkling in the distance, that makes you feel good, James. I know that is a concept alien to your DNA, but everyone else enjoys those good feelings. You put inside decorations up so you can sort of live immersed in it, and you put outdoor decorations up so your neighborhood as a whole can have some unity and feeling like this is the time of year where we all feel love. Have you no shame and no love what? for the earth? How what? much electricity are you burning I on nothing? So, like, you're, you live in a quiet neighborhood where everybody's a year or two from death. It's all old people. <laughs> and, like, 
really, realistically, for like the, the 24 hours a day that those lights are burning bright, like how what? many people even see them? Like two or three, maybe four? Oh how many of those people God. actually go and look at them too? And then you've got all of this electricity. I mean, I know you can afford it because you're rich living, living there in Steve Olivas Manor, you know, burning, <laughs> you know, gallon after gallon of fossil fuel to power these things. And for what? We're selling out the energy needs of our children to light the night when no one's even looking. That's, that, that, that's my whole stance. Well, I'm going to take care of my children by not turning on Christmas lights, so there will be resources there for them to use. Isn't that the real meaning of Christmas? Giving our kids a better world than we have, and you are doing the opposite. First of all, screw the children. No one handed <laughs> me nothing. They can figure it out on their own. And second of all, we don't turn the lights on 24-7. What kind of... You're like... You just have okay, an impish kind of view of this whole it's thing. It's December. Thing. It gets dark at like 1 p.m., okay? <laughs> well, maybe the, where oh. you live down in Scroogeville. <laughs> I don't know. Things up on Grinch Mountain probably operate a little differently. I don't know if the light of day ever hits your house, just given your general attitude. But it, we have a sensor on the lights. It, they go on at dusk. They turn off at uh, whatever the timer goes off. I think we have them turning off at 9.30 or 10 every night. So it is a small window. You can only <laughs> launch the Columbia once for what we burn at Christmas. So for all that effort, all the time you put in there, all the money Mrs. Steve spent collecting those things, you only turn them on for two hours a night. <laughs> okay we're gonna get into a discussion about how household finances work and it's not gonna end well for me but the point is yes it uh it it makes her happy and keeps her busy and i don't know if you understand what a happy wife is like because your wife comes home to you every night but in my house, my wife comes home to this delightful face every <laughs> evening. And so whatever she does only adds to her glee that I have already lit the fuse on. And that just makes my life easier. Because when she's happy, she wants to make me happy. That's not I true. But eventually that equation will pay off. I think I and our, our listener in Uganda are both shocked that she comes home at all. I mean, that's, that's the real <laughs> surprise there. <laughs> And, and maybe and maybe she just comes home for the Christmas lights. Maybe because she, when you put them up there on that ladder, she's hoping you'll fall and die, and then she'll get the life insurance money. Maybe that's the game, and you keep surviving, so she keeps buying more and more. And oh, Steve, go put the go put the tree or go put the light all the way on the very top of the house. You know, wait wait till <laughs> there's an ice storm to get up there on the roof. I mean, I'm, I'm sure she's planned it out, and your your continued survival can't can't be that good for her. But really, I I mean, you just do it because she likes it. Like, what do you like a holiday that you de that she decorates for? What's what's your holiday, Steve? The funny thing is, so I'm in a weird station in life right now because when I was a kid, I loved Christmas. Like you, I'm from the north. We got a ton of snow back then, and I loved playing out in the snow. And then I sort of coasted on childhood memories until I had my own kids. And then when you have kids, you sort of live vicariously through them. You like to see mm -hmm. them light up. And uh, I know for you, keeping the Santa myth alive really added to the magic of Christmas for your children. <laughs> and now we don't have children, and I'm no longer young. And so we're trying to, at least I am, figure out what is it about Christmas that I enjoy? Like, uh, the Christmas shows aren't on like they used to be. Christmas music, I mean, all I've heard is Mariah Carey for the last three days. And I, <laughs> I get sick of it after a while. But I do enjoy the lights. 
I do enjoy sort of soaking in the Christmas tree in the living room. I like the fact that when I drive home and it's dark at two in the afternoon, I can see the house lit up, that my neighbor's houses are lit up. That makes me feel good, even without the snow here in Tennessee. What do you like about Christmas? You know, I feel like it's it's outlived its purpose because there's a time in your life where you only <laughs> okay. And again, I didn't I didn't have I didn't grow up in a in a mansion on a hill like you. There, basically, you got you got new stuff twice a year. I got it on my birthday and I got it at Christmas. And luckily, those were spaced out six months apart. So that was that before you have income on your own. That's when you acquire new things: Christmas, birthday, Christmas, birthday, Christmas, yes. birthday. Now I'm an adult and I have Amazon Prime. If I want something or need something or I'm remotely curious about something it's at my house in like 20 minutes with two clicks on my phone and so then we still do gift exchanges on both sides of my family and like for the adults when it comes to that it's like well what do you want it's like everything i want i have like if it and it's so much work to like not get something so that you can wait for somebody else to try to get it and then not quite get it right and in the process, wrap it up so you can open it. And it's it just, it's a whole to do. It's kind of the one of the reasons my wife and I don't exchange gifts. It's like, if we want something, we just buy it. We've got a joint checking account. So why would, if she needs something, why would she have me go and try to surprise her with it and do a bad job of it and expend all this energy to get to the same point? It's just a waste. It's like putting up Christmas lights. You put them up, nobody sees them. You take them down, you waste a bunch of fuel. You do this whole thing. Uh, it's become a ritual for the sake of ritual. And I think maybe it's just, Maybe it's just to keep you busy. Maybe you just don't need, you need a hobby. You need something else to fill the void in your life. And and these electric fireflies on a string are all you got. You're, it's just, uh, it's sad, Steve. I feel bad for you. You got You got to get out in the world again. James, I'm sorry the pharmacy was out when you went to refill your prescription last time. (laughs) I'm hoping you meet with a better fate when you show up this time, because we got to snap you out of this, man. I, 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 I don't care one way or the other about anything that has to do with you, and yet I still feel <laughs> bad for you today. So maybe we should just wrap it, and then you can try driving through again, and maybe that little magic bottle will come back full this time. Oh, you know what, though? When I come home, I'll see my house, and it'll be dark because I didn't waste time <laughs> putting up Christmas lights, and that will fill my heart with joy. Well, we've got to trot on out of here because Breakwell has an appointment that he needs to get to down in town. So until next week, where we can bring all of this wonderfulness to you again, this is the cheery and delightful Dr. Steve for the gloomy and dismal James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell saying thanks for listening, thanks for watching, thanks for sticking with us through the blip that James will hopefully edit through and until next week, we have to say, may do wrong. Wait, I'm trying to Christmasize this and I can't do it. May forever your two wrongs make a right. <laughs> <laughs>